0: Hi, welcome to the Better Than Nothing podcast. My name is Miranda.
1: My name is Rachel. We're back again. Nice to have you guys on this nice Friday. I'm fantastic. We need to be better about it. Like, we're interrupting each other. We've got to stop. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm
0: editing and I'm like, why are we talking over each other? But like... It drives me nuts. There's probably like a little bit of like a lag in our brains... Like- I don't know about that, but it
1: does, I don't like it. <laughs> Anyways, I was asking you, how are you? I am great, as always. Life is so good. I got nothing to complain about. What about you? I'm glad you're, like, on a real high. I feel like that, too. I I definitely have felt like I've been reflecting, and I'm like, I mentally have been feeling much better, so that's a good feeling. It's good to just release the demons.
0: And plunge your soul.
1: Is that what you're doing? No. Because I don't 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 know know. if I'm doing that.
0: No, I joined a cult. Don't you remember? I don't recall. (laughs) The cult of uh, positive thoughts actually work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So this past week, I uh, was driving home and I got rear-ended. And I was pretty bummed out because this person that re rented me had no license, literally no license plate. It said CarMax. I'm pretty sure it was a rental car, or maybe it was at one point. I'm not, I honestly couldn't tell you. And she didn't have, uh, what else? No license, no insurance, no license plate. And all she gave my husband was her phone number and said, call me. Okay, well. Uh, Was there any damage? Like a little. Nothing really crazy, but I'm happy I didn't report it because knowing all this stuff, like, at least I won't, like, report it to my insurance. So none of you guys tell on me if that's how it works.
1: It doesn't work that way. Okay, you're fine. (laughs) It would happen, if anything, like, I mean, you don't have anything. You don't have a license plate or a phone number, so you can't do anything. It's not. Quite literally nothing. She did. She shouldn't you have couldn't. even stopped. <laughs> no, she shouldn't have. Uh, I have, I have questions, but I'll save it for after the podcast anyways. Um, so no damage. Did you tap into positive thinking to pull you out of that negative situation? Or I... did you let the negative thoughts prevail?
0: No, I didn't. I, I, what happened was I was on my, I was a hardcore PMSing like bad. I'm like cramping during this whole event And I'm in a terrible mood, as I usually am before I start my period. And I had Vito get out and handle everything. And then I just kind of like, like that sucked. But like, I don't know. It just, my kids were in the car. So like. They were? They weren't.
1: No, they were not in the car. Oh, that's good. Did it startle you more than anything? No,
0: honestly. I mean, not really, because it was such a light bump. Not like we moved, but like not a lot. I even looked up in the mirror. I don't even think I jerked forward. And I like looked in my rear view mirror and I see that she's like digging in her back seat
1: or something. She was yeah. probably panicking. She's like, I don't have shit to <laughs> show this chick. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're safe. Um it's probably been a while since you've been in an accident like that, I imagine. No,
0: I don't. I have, like, a perfect driving record, and that's why I didn't want to get anything on, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I didn't, like, involve everything, because, like, I like my squeaky clean record. I want to keep it there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Keep it that way. I know for me, like, it's been a long, 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 long time since I've been in anything. And knock on wood, because I... I just feel like these texas roads man like every time i get on i-35 and for my texas people you know what i'm talking about i i think i'm driving for my life um -hmm. so it's just it's like a it's a hit or miss you know i i just like every time there's always an accident and people fly and construction you know somebody compared
0: it was this meme going around about st louis Driving in St. Louis 270 north, like above the city, is like Mario Kart. And I really couldn't agree more because there's like debris, there's cars on fire. Like I was driving oh, down. <laughs> I swear, I was driving down this the road and there was a whole car on fire. But it looked like oh. it had been abandoned for like a while. So I don't know. It just like it combusted.
1: You live in St. Louis, where like shit's just—it just sounds like the epitome of living in St. Louis, Missouri, where like shit's just on fire There's, right now.
0: Yeah, with all this smoke out here, our air quality is like 176. That's terrible. It's normally. 25. Why do you live? Why do
1: you live there?
0: You know, house of the cost of living is very cheap. You wonder why. I don't wonder. Why. Yeah. There's sometimes I see somehow like I'll see like a really nice house and I'll look it up and it's like, it can either be 1.5 million or it's like literally 200 grand. And it's like, wow, (laughs) what's the discrepancy here? (laughs) It's wild. It's absolutely wild. But yeah, I mean, the housing is really cheap here. And like, a lot of things that like, affect other people like don't really affect St. Louis all that much so you're kind of like closed in in a little bit but yeah it's like uh, I've been trying for like last like five years I had been like really trying to convince Vito like we gotta go like there's better places to live and like I know I'm right but like Mm -hmm. am I like I feel like everywhere is kind of the same you know what I'm saying
1: I think it depends on what you're looking for, right? Like we moved because of weather being a factor, right? Like we didn't want winters anymore. We wanted access to more, you know, outdoor activities. So it's like, it depends on what you're looking for. Like, I don't, I don't believe all states are the same. Like Ohio doesn't offer me the same things that Texas does.
0: For sure. You're right there. Absolutely. And like, I think what was like keeping us, what, the idea that keeps us here is that, like, we're kind of centralized. So, like, we can get anywhere in like very short plane rides yeah, to really anywhere. That's true. And, mm. like, it's not like I'm going from like California to like New York all the time, like that. I'm not living far from places. And the way we see it is that, like, okay, if we live here, you know, five days of the week on the weekends, we can just hop and skip and a jump somewhere else. Yeah. And it's not horribly. And it's not horribly expensive to fly out of here too. Like there's uh
1: yeah, I agree. I think if an if anything for an argument of point to stay too, I think for y'all is the family aspect of it, right? Like his family's there. It's child care that helps, like especially when you have kids.
0: Yeah, that too. And that would be a reason for us to also live in Columbus, Ohio, and I don't want to I would rather live here than Columbus,
1: Ohio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm
0: saying. So like, yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Also, one factor that I've been trying to help my husband understand, he's like he's probably going to reach the cap of like uh, his salary cap soon for St. Louis. Mm -hmm. He's nowhere near that in Texas, for example, because like they really like mechanical engineers with a ton of refinery Mm -hmm. experience. So like, yeah. Yeah. It's just we just don't really quite I don't know. We are going to be having to make a decision here in like a year basically if we're going to
1: stay or not. Well, keep us tuned in. Mhm. I will. On your decision. Okay. Uh well, let's sh- should we get into our topic? Yeah, can I tell a story about um driving with you one time? If you deem it necessary,
0: Go right ahead. All right, you get your stuff ready, and I'm going to tell them about when we were leaving that parking garage. Okay, sure. Go ahead. So, Rachel had her car parked in a parking garage. We are downtown Columbus. Give
1: some damn context, what context? to the situation. <laughs> like, how old? What was the situation? Like, what time of day? You're really going into this story so blindly. Set it up.
0: Okay, Rachel was 18.
1: You Maybe 18, 18,
0: 19. I was a baby. I was like 14 years old. And I was driving with. Do
1: Rachel. not. You were not 14 years old. <laughs> no, you're probably like 16 years old. Anyways, keep going. All right.
0: So Rachel is 18. I am 16 or 17. Can't quite remember. And we're downtown Columbus. We're leaving a parking garage. It's like six in the morning. And. She and I were trying to get home and probably continue to sleep. Let's be honest. So we're headed home and we're trying to find the exit of this parking garage. And Rachel's going straight. The the straight ends soon. And there's an exit. (laughs) There's an exit coming up, right? And I'm like, Rachel, there's a cone. Rachel, there's a cone. And Rachel's can't hear me. She can't hear anything. I don't. There was no music on. Let's just. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) And I say it like at least five times and she never acknowledged me. She drives straight into this yellow barrier, cement barrier. Luckily, she's only going like five miles an hour, like probably less than that. You were your
1: your foot was nowhere near the gas or the brake. Uh, So, yes. I, I remember this very vividly. I was like turning to exit out of the parking garage mm. and yes, I was probably 18 or 19 years old was underage drinking was leaving the next day from that party at like 6am probably should not have been driving. Right. You nope. can laugh about it now. I don't do that to this day, but I was hung obviously probably hung over and I, I remember her saying those words like, Rachel, there's a cone. Rachel, there's a cone, and like it was just not registering. And then I just flat out hit the my light, like tail light, not tail light, but like the front light on this cone. And I just remember like my dad asking about it. I would like park on like the opposite side of the road so he wouldn't see that side or something, so he wouldn't say anything. He found it, of course, and I had to explain that whole situation. Was
0: it that bad? I don't remember the damage.
1: Yeah, there was yellow on the car. Mm, we should have used some paint remover. I, uh, You know, I just don't even think I cared at that point. I was just like, whatever.
0: So, no, mom and dad were still together, right? I think so, yes. Okay, so I was definitely a senior before at least December. And anyway, you said that you were turning. Did you forget to, <laughs> to turn Like wheel? how to turn?
1: I don't know. I was turning. I think I was just like coming way too close to that cone. Like my judgment, my perception of like what is that? Distance was um, definitely skewed. Yes. Okay.
0: All right, that makes sense because I don't remember the the I don't remember the car moving except going straight.
1: There was no other like I was I remember trying to turn and I yes. You know. <laughs> Perception of distance was a little off and everything registering was delayed. Yeah, that was, is that what you wanted to share? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: There was a few times like that, which like us in like some weird shenanigan. <laughs> I know.
1: To be young again.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes my friends and I are texting each other back and forth and we're like, how did we, how did we get out of that situation?
1: We are There's so many moments. So
0: yeah. So lucky that like Very. things turned out in our favor 99.9% of the time. Like 100% for sure.
1: I would completely like, agree with whew. that. Yeah, looking not back, not many people are that lucky. Yeah,
0: no kidding. Anyway, let's get into the topic of
1: today's episode. All right, cool. Yeah, so another short episode today that we wanted to use to talk about fiber. This is something that has been coming up often, um, for me personally in just making a, you know, gut health, a huge focus for the last probably year for myself. And then also my clients, right. Making that, that's a huge emphasis in my programs and protocols. So I felt like it'd be really relevant for my clients, for those who, you know, um, listen to the podcast. And even those that I, I have a lot of conversations about this in my DMs about fiber. We already know that Miranda's the vegetable queen, so she's heavily invested in this. Um, but I just wanted to like really break it down for y'all to like help you understand why it's important because I think that's where we miss the boat is like, you you can say so many times, like, eat more fiber, eat more fiber, eat more fiber. It's better for your health. And that's cool to say, but, like, until someone understands the why or experiences the effects of maybe, you know, not doing that one thing, it's not going to really resonate with them to make a change. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: I want to talk about the why, what, what fiber is why it's important, and then how you can, you know, how and the foods that you can eat to help increase this and what I do personally. Okay. And Miranda, of course, like jump in at any time that you, you know, want to contribute, but yes. So that's today's topic. We'll just start with like, you know, what fiber is. So fiber itself is a carbohydrate that is undigestible. Okay. So the fiber content provides bulk and lubrication for stool to pass. Okay? That's why it's undigestible. So it's helping move the food or your the contents of your food out through your intestines, through your colon, and mm. then into the toilet.
0: You think that would be a job for oil, but it looks like nature designed it perfectly.
1: It really did. It really did. You mean like oils like in your our foods? Yeah. Yeah, you would think, right? Yes. So. Grease up your belly. That's like the definition, right? Like that is what fiber is. Now let's talk about like why is that important? Why is it important for you to go to the bathroom like multiple times a day, right? Mm-hmm. If you look this up, like if you Google – how often should I be going to the bathroom? It's like, it's very individual. Most, you know, the, if you go less than X times per week, you'll see like three or five times per week. um, That's considered constipated. Or if you go, there's just, there's so much misinformation about like how often you should be going. What's normal. uh, And it's very, I would say the information that is out there is for the average human, right? Like when a lot of these, um, and now we're like going on a tangent, but most often studies and let's say like if you get blood work done and this is the best example, okay? You get blood work done and, um, you're you're looking at maybe like your testosterone levels or like your estrogen levels, there's going to be a range. Well, that range of like what is healthy is based on the average of those who have gotten that blood work done, okay? Mm -hmm. Interesting. You're just compared to everyone else. It's not like the most optimal range, right? So my point is what you're finding out there about fiber and how much you should be consuming or how many times you should be going to the restroom or going like having bowel movements. It's not, no one's giving you optimal uh, guidance, right? So that's like really what I want to talk about. It's like, okay, what is optimal digestion? Optimal digestion for me and my clients is going to the bathroom at least once a day
0: at least if i only go once a day i feel constipated i feel like something's wrong absolutely i'm Absol- uncomfortable you,
1: even and at this point too and that's when i started to notice for me when i was like something is wrong because i was only if if i went to the bathroom um they were like really we're going to talk about poop today. Okay. Like pebble-like, right? So like rabbit pebbles, very hard stools to pass,
0: which generally
1: – no, this was like a couple months ago, like six months ago or something like that. Sometimes that that can be stress. Sometimes that can be like lack of sleep, lack, like poor digestion usually, but that's like a byproduct of, you know, what I just said, like lack uh, stress, sleep. Anyways, um, but even that was an indicator for me, right? So maybe going once a day and having those like really hard to pass stools and that was just a red flag, right? But what I'm getting at is going at least once a day is a bare minimum. I would really, ideally two times, right? Like, and I'm not saying that you should be having, like, if you are going to the bathroom more than like. 1 to 2 times a day we're talking about non diarrhea and stools Correct. that are that are not hard to pass okay so there is a brist i think it's a bristol bristol stool chart okay it's like one through i can't remember 9 or something nine different types of stool that you can pass like one being like run like diarrhea and the other being like extremely constipated. Okay. You want to land in the fours. So actually this is a good content idea for us to remind ourselves to post that chart on better than nothing. So we can talk about that.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But anyways, you want to land in the fours, like anything outside of that is an indication that like something's not, you know, Mm -hmm. digesting well for you. The point of this is The general information out there sucks. My recommendation is from personal experience and those that I've shared with my clients is minimum once a day. Really like to land in that two times per day. And the reason for this is better digestion means better gut health. Better gut health means healthy weight maintenance. Imagine, so what do you think happens? Like I really want you to think about this. Like if you're not going to the bathroom, where's that waste, right? I'm not answering it it. still in your your intestines, right? Like it's not, if it's, where's it going? Is it being stored? Is it being just, like, is it just going through your system, taking longer? Like start to think about that. So maybe that's why you feel bloated. Uh Maybe, right? Maybe you need to, that When people say better gut health,
0: it means going to the bathroom. They literally mean you need to go poop.
1: (laughs) Yes. Better gut health means going to the bathroom and having healthy stools. And the way we have healthy stools is to have a healthy amount of fiber intake. So that's how we make this a full circle moment here. That's why fiber is so important me so pull off my notes because I don't want to miss anything. Besides the point of just like better gut health, better digestion, right? There are other benefits to eating more fiber. Manages your blood sugar. This is something that we'll talk about in the future, but we want to see when you're looking at your blood sugar levels, right? Throughout a day, you want to have less, less, spikes and less crashes. You really want it to stay in this healthy, like yeah. really nice range. Um, I'm like using hand motions. Like people can see me if you're watching, cool. but if you can't um, and you're just listening anyways, we want to minimize like the spikes and the dips and having a healthy amount of fiber in your diet will improve the, the, way in which you see spikes and dips, especially for someone who's pre-diabetic or, um, diabetic, this is really, really important. Um, obviously normalizing bowel movements, which is important for like healthy weight maintenance, um, better digestion, right. Better gut health, Mm -hmm. cleaning your colon, right. More fiber its cleaning your colon, eliminating waste. Like the colon broom. What is that? Oh, I think I I do know what you're talking about. I, but yes.
0: I didn't even know. know I didn't put the two and two together about colon broom. Didn't put it together until recently. I was like, what is it? Literally. Well, like, I think it's basically like, I could imagine it's probably like loaded with like aloe and like stuff that will make you like shit your brains out. But
1: like, I like remember seeing the ads on tiktok but i never like really looked into it so i
0: haven't either i have no use for that product if i had that i would not be able to leave my toilet ever
1: so i want to say another point that i think is relevant to um and i've been seeing on tiktok this a lot lately so it's it is prevalent and it is prevalent in you know our demographic of that like you know 25 to 35 okay so Fiber cleans out bacteria buildup in your intestines, which reduces the risk of colon cancer. Ooh. right! And from what I've seen, even just on TikTok lately, is like a lot of people talking about getting colon cancer at a decently young age. Right? I have so, not seen
0: this. I have not seen that at all. Do
1: some of these, please. It's, it's very scary, right?
0: I did not so, know that.
1: Um, obviously that's TikTok. You're assuming people are putting the information out there, but you know, a TikTok to me, like is a resource of information at this point, right? Like I use it, like I used Google, like it's honestly, it, to me, it is a great resource, um, with, you know, as you use Within it, reason, it's better. With better, with your best judgment as you would with Google though, too, right? Like not everything you put into Google is going to spit out the most accurate information, right? Unless you're using Google Scholar and you want to see some studies, like. I've never heard of Google Scholar. Literally, do I live under a rock? Google Scholar is something that you use when you're, I had to use when I was in college. Like it was a like a search engine for studies, um, I don't know if you have to have a college, like, email to access it. I'll let you know if that's.
0: Let helpful. me know. Let me know. I would love this. That would make my life so much easier.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> um, another point, and this is super important for people who are trying to lose weight, high fiber foods are more satisfying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the more satisfied you are, the less hungry you are because you're in a deficit, right? To lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And if you're in a deficit, you're probably hungry, right? You're eating less than what your body needs. So we want to load up on those fibrous foods to help us feel fuller throughout the day.
0: So it takes your plate from going to the size of your fist to the size of growing to like the size of your head. So we're talking volume we're talking like a big amount of food which is helpful in terms of weight loss. Hope that makes sense. You
1: can eat So more. you're talking about volume, volume eating, right? So that that's part of it. You, so the fiber the content in um fibrous foods um there's, the compounds in there help, you know. Um help you stay satiated. And they, and it turns out that they also provide a lot of volume to your chance to, to your point as well. Right. So, and the more volume is the more, you know, space that is taken up in your stomach, which is going to indicate to your brain that you are full. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is really what I wanted to talk about in terms of like why we should be eating fiber. What are some of the benefits I hope that it got across that it's 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 really encompassing of many different reasons. Um, but the overarching I would say is the more that you're having healthy bowel movements, the better your digestion, the better your digestion, the better your gut health. And gut health is super buzzwordy right now. But in layman's fucking terms just means you're you're having healthy bowel movements often. Yeah,
0: and you know, I think that like some folks need to experience that like you don't have to live super bloated all the time. Like yeah. And I think it's time that you experience like comfort down
1: here. And fiber is the key. Fiber is a huge, I would say it's a huge key. And you know, gut health. And I think the, what I'm talking about when I say gut health is definitely like the mainstream part of it. There are instances, right. Where people are experiencing like parasites or something, um, you know, they're getting a GI map done and they're finding, um, that there may be intolerances, right. Like you may, that might be the case, right. That you're bloated because of intolerances, but let's, If you rule all of those out or... Let's go based off percentages.
0: What percentage of the population is actually celiac? Is it like 12%? So, like, what's the likelihood that it's actually something like that? It's not as high as you think that it is. Not ruling it out,
1: but... Yeah, and that's not what I'm saying. I would say, like, before... If you... if Here's the thing. If you are someone who experiences bloating, the first thing I would do would be to... Increase my fiber intake, get my, right, like focus on whole foods, um, whole fibrous foods. Make sure that is in a healthy range. We'll talk about recommendations at that point. See if, it, and right, the other things I would consider, maybe, you know, drinking enough water, um, eating enough whole, you know, nutrient-dense foods, less processed foods, starting there. You do that, see how you feel. And see if it if this helps eliminate. I would give your body at least thirty days to see if you've noticed improvements.
0: I was just about to say, give it time. Also, yes, and also you have to oh, slowly no. increase fiber. But I think we'll get to that, right? Slow.
1: Well, so we can, yeah. Um, and let's say like just doing the fiber intake alone from Whole Foods. That is key here from Whole Foods, not from like, you know, Metamucil or Fiber One bars. Like it needs to come from actual food. And let's say after 30 days, you don't, it's something still not right. Like you're still experiencing like loose stools or you're still experiencing bloating or anything like that. Then maybe there might be something deeper going on. But I would say out of the, for the, your first steps, I would say, make sure you're Fiber intake is at a healthy level, which I would recommend, and this is recommended from, you know, you put it in Google, is 25 to 30 grams for women, and most adults can safely tolerate 40 grams or more. Now, on the note of what Miranda mentioned with safely increasing your fiber intake, there for me personally, like... I was doing twenty five grams, and then in the last like eight weeks, I went from twenty five to like forty plus, and I didn't have any adverse effects. I was okay, but that's not to say that that's the case for most for all people. No. Um, you can increasing too quickly can lead to diarrhea, or mm-hmm. it can lead to constipation. Honestly, so you can go on either end of these spectrums. Um, safely doing it by like three to five grams. And giving it maybe a week is probably and the healthiest way to go about it.
0: There was, uh, I follow this uh, vegan doctor, Dr. Greger, and he talks about literally adding one black bean a day. Like, allow for some folks. Hmm. I could imagine that there's some folks in the world that eat a very processed diet their entire lives. So, like, adding fiber could be, like, painful, Yeah, I could imagine that being very painful. So yes, slowly try slowly or be like me and live life on the edge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I did, I just like started really like increasing it. And honestly, I just, I didn't even look back. Like I felt so much better, even just like three, like three weeks in, I was like, Oh my gosh, like my digestion, I was going to the bathroom, like having like such, yes. And I think, and you have to think like, there's a gut-brain connection, right? So I have so much information on this, yeah. And we'll talk. We, that can be another yes episode. But like, think of so when I think of when I was like really in a negative mental headspace, my digestion was terrible, my mm-hmm. gut health was awful, and I'm like sitting here now talking to you about this, and I like I'm said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm like. I've meant, I've been feeling like really mentally well lately. Like Mm -hmm. I really feel like I'm getting my personality back. I feel like myself again. I just, things feel really, really good. Well, what's, what else is good? Oh yeah. My digestion is really good. Like I've been really putting an emphasis on whole foods, on fibrous foods, and I couldn't feel better. So just always remember there is that gut brain connection, what you, you are, what you eat. I mean, And that whole mental health is a connection with your, you know, your diet and your lifestyle is for another day, but it is just something to think about. It's true.
0: Yeah, my doctor, the butthole doctor, she said, I, the, the way that clients talk before and after surgeries, and this is just buttholes, it really affects you. So like, you aren't crazy. Like to whoever's listening to this and to you, Rachel, you aren't crazy for like something like this affecting you so heavily because it's, it's a, it's a really sensitive area, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. So it's something to take very, very seriously. This is, um, it's a, it's a very crucial part of your life. Pooping. Yeah. Pooping is literally like very, very important.
1: Yeah, so I hope that, that that message came across the importance of fiber, what it means for your health, your gut health, what it means for your digestion. Safely consuming, 20, you can safely consume, you know, twenty-five to thirty grams as a female, um, and you can even tolerate more than that. Like I am in the range of forty to fifty grams. I think Miranda is easily there too,
0: sixty to seventy some days, maybe. Okay. I am a psycho. Um, I really can't. I can't look a direction in my house without seeing fiber.
1: Yeah. It's just (laughs) so um, just so you know, you can do it and you can feel really good doing it too. I think the main takeaway, I really, really want to drive home before I get into the next portion of this is. If you are not going to the bathroom at least once a day, really, really do a self-assessment. And take some you know i i, I don't want to say like take some stock of what you know what are we eating how can we um you know how can we look at what we're eating and improve the amount of fiber that we're having how can we drink some more water that also helps with better digestion but i really just want you to to understand that going less than once per day is not the optimal state to be in Okay. No, I agree. All right. Well, let's talk about how you can get that fiber in. Okay. So I want, I'm recommending five foods that I share with my clients. Miranda is passionate about these too, And I really start with what I tell my clients. Like I have a list of fibrous foods. I'm like, go to this list, pick three to five and just eat those and you'll watch and see how easily this becomes, right? Because you'll you'll get it from just like random sort like random vegetables that you'll eat, but if you just pick like 3 to 5 of these high fiber ones, it makes it so much easier. So, let's go for the five. I did some that I that are known and maybe not known. So, there's more to this list, but here are some five that I think really resonate with a lot of people. Um And it's like very easily accessible. Okay, so the first one is chia seeds. This is my first recommendation to all clients. I'm like, have a fiber smoothie in the morning, and the way you do that is you throw in two. I think it's two tablespoons of chia seeds. It's 28 grams. I don't do tablespoons, but I use a scale. 28 grams of chia seeds. Yes. It's two tablespoons. I'm sorry. Is 10 grams of fiber and it's Mm -hmm. 138 calories. So you do. So this is what I do every morning. I have, um, a smoothie with some sort of berries, fiber, obviously, um, chia seeds, some sort of dairy free milk and, um, some sort of like very clean, um protein powder. Mm-hmm. Um and that is obviously like very jam-packed with fiber. So if you're already doing so a way to throw chia seeds in something would be like a smoothie or it would be like a yogurt. Chia seed pudding is so good. Huge fan of that. Have you had it, Miranda? I made it back when I first went vegan, which was
0: a long time ago at this point, and I could not get behind it. But you know who eats it every day is grandma. Oh, does she? She Good. It every day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love it. So I will tell you, I used to make this drink. It was, I soaked my chia seeds overnight and I put lemon and lime juice in there. Like I would squeeze these and I would put cucumbers, maybe ginger too. I can't remember. Anyway, I would drink that and it was the most incredible drink ever. And you would just be soaking up all those chia seeds. Mm-hmm. It will get
1: gelatinous on you but it's really yummy. I think it's an interesting, maybe I'll have to try it, but yes, chia seeds. This is like the, my first recommendation. They're so easy to just kind of like blend in that you don't really notice it. Like they're really like flavorless. It's just, it's so easy. Uh Second thing here is I put this one on here because I have been loving it and you can get it canned. I, I'm not against canned foods, Um, and I think it's easy to throw in like a pasta dish, um, sheet pan dinners, and that is artichokes. You can get, Mm. oh, and it's very good in like salads. In water
0: though. We're not doing the in oil, right?
1: Yeah, you can get it in water. I like it in water. Yeah, you can get it in oil too, if you want. Um, but the way that I do it is, you know, I... I do sheet pan dinners. I'll do I'll throw it in pasta, salads, and for 100 grams of artichokes, you're getting five grams of fiber for 47 calories, which hmm. is a freaking steal. Okay, 100 grams is a lot. Five grams of five grams of fiber and 47 calories. It's a pretty good ratio. So interesting. You can very easily. Like sometimes you can have that, like, right, maybe you throw in artichokes in your lunch and in your dinner, and that's 10 grams of fiber right there. Very easy. The second is, or the third is raspberries. I love this one because for 100 grams, you get 7 grams of fiber for Mm -hmm. like 53 calories. So that is another bang for your buck. Like 100 grams of raspberries is like the smallest bowl. That's easy. Berries are sweet. You can eat that, right? Or blend it. Seven them. grams. Blend that's what I do. I've been doing raspberries in my smoothies. Uh, and so that's seven grams right there with the chia seeds. That's 17 grams of fiber in just my breakfast. Mm. You make it it's it's very easy to get to this point if you just know which foods to incorporate. Mm-hmm. Four, one of my favorites, probably one of Miranda's favorites too, is avocado. I don't think a lot of people know that avocado actually has a decent amount of fiber. Yeah. So 100 grams of avocado gives us 6 grams of fiber, similar to that um, chia seeds, right? Because they're higher fat content. So you want to keep that in mind. Um, But it still is delivering us a solid amount of fiber for you know, a little bit more calorically dense. Okay. And then my last one here is black beans, because this can be really easy, especially with like, if you're doing an egg scramble in the morning and you'd make it like, and you can speak to like the um, vegan aspect of it, but just like, let's say you do a couple of eggs, fry them up. Scrambled, you put in some salsa, you put in some black beans, that would be really good, like nice breakfast hash, or you throw them in like a burrito bowl. I think everyone's making burrito bowls or tacos at home. Yeah. Super easy way to get in fiber, and it is seven grams for every hundred grams. So a lot of bang for your buck here.
0: Yeah, I I put black beans on everything. I buy the big cans, uh not the big cans, the bolt cans at Costco. And they go on everything. It's easy. You just dump them, you know? I, there's another food that I want to mention, an honorary, you know, they deserve their flowers as oats. Oats has everything you could possibly need. We're talking like it's like 17 grams of fiber. Uh, it's I think like five grams of protein, too.
1: So I think it's a great food as well. So, and that's really what I want to drive home is here's five here. The easiest way for you to like really just step up your fiber game is pick three of these and introduce them into your diet and just see how things start to change. If you need more, like in my, I might even just create some content around this and just list it out. I'll give you even some more ideas of just different foods that are really high in fiber. And that is just, that's, I think that's the missing link is just knowing which foods have them um, and then just making them a staple in your diet.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to give another mention to, I don't know if this is like the episode four, but probiotics significantly help and a good probiotic. I don't know if you're taking them, but for like gut health purposes uh, has helped me in many ways is taking a probiotic.
1: So I have a different take on that because Mm -hmm. your bacteria in your guts there's like different strains and sometimes when we're experiencing gut health issues like there may be too much of a certain bacteria and too Mm -hmm. little of another and until you know which one it it's not always the best recommendation to offer a probiotic because you may be feeding too much of the bacteria that you have already too much of Mm, does that make sense yeah
0: yes I take it so for the lacto I something. Sorry, I, go on.
1: No, it's okay. Um, I was just going to say I stopped taking mine because I wanted to really, like, heal my gut without any products, like, it's as much just, as I could. You know what I mean?
0: No, that makes sense. Yes. It does make sense. I, I take it for this lacto something something. You know, all those names are wild. Yeah. Well, I take it for um, OCD purposes. So that's why it, mm. it uh, the the brain connection like that's a real yeah. thing and if
1: for sure and if you're not experiencing for me personally like it didn't make sense um, I hear you no that makes
0: perfect sense yeah it does I didn't even think about that I just thought about it because like it's just been a great staple for me but yeah
1: and it can be for some and especially like if you're going on and this is another tangent but like let's say you need to take antibiotics I would one- thousand percent recommend you take a probiotic at the same time so you don't get a yeast infection okay mm. that sounds so terrible right now um yeah these all right, are well, all let's wrap extremely... this bad boy up
0: oh um I you were very distracting your muscles look so big can you please flex for us please this no, lighting might I not be stop. Rachel your arms look massive and a great I like a big arm like I want to see some like biceps yeah. You look so
1: buff. Please. If you
0: Thanks, listen to this Rain. episode, go back and just watch her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, if you have questions about this topic, please feel free to slide in the DMs. Give us any recommendations of topics to discuss in future episodes. You can reach us at the Better Than Nothing podcast on Instagram. And obviously- Check, out the, check, yes, out, the check out the poll. Please check out the poll and like and follow the podcast
0: yep i have a great day ladies and gentlemen